When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. How many times have you tried to log on to a website only to realise you've forgotten your password? You know, that complicated one with the capital letters, numbers, symbols that make no sense. As online security gets more and more important, so our passwords get more complex and harder to remember. But imagine if logging in was as simple as remembering a familiar face rather than a string of letters or numbers. Rob Jenkins, an expert in facial recognition from the University of York, thinks that our ability to spot people we know, whether they're pulling a funny face in the pub or posing for a formal photo, could form the basis of a new type of login. Kat spoke to him to find out more about the experiments he's been doing. What we wanted to get rid of is the element of having to remember a secret. So one of the things I like about this proposal is you don't have to remember anything. You simply have to discriminate familiar faces from unfamiliar faces. So that's, that's all you ever have to do is, given a bunch of faces on the screen, which one of these is someone you know? How did you actually go about testing whether this works and whether people can actually remember, you know, who's who and, and use that as a passcode? Well, we did a couple of things. First, we asked people who uh, volunteered in the experiment, we asked them to think up a bunch of faces that are familiar to them but are not widely known. It's quite a specific question, but people had no trouble doing this. So, so they have very good insight into, well, I like this music band that no one else really likes, but I love them, so I know exactly what the bass player looks like and what the, the sax player looks like and, and the rest of it. So th- there are these kind of pockets of specialist knowledge that for some people are very deep, but they're not deep in the general population. And this is great because it means that they can pick out familiar faces that are familiar to them and not to others, which is exactly what we want for this authentication system. So once the user has nominated a set of target faces for them, so these are ones that they will register with the system, we could simply compare the legitimate user's ability to authenticate and log in to the system with the ability of, say, their spouse to try and enter the same account. So what would this actually look like, say, if I was coming to a website that was protected in this way? What would it look like to me and what would I have to do? Well, in our experimental setup, you're presented with a series of three-by-three grids of face photographs. The first grid will come up. That's a three-by-three grid of of faces. Uh, One of them will be a face that's familiar to you, and the other eight will not be familiar to you. So your task is simply to click on the one that's familiar to you, and then it moves on to the next grid, this time different images. In our experiment, we just had four grids like that, 
and you just tap on the familiar face in each grid and if you get them all then you're in if you are not the user then of course when you see those nine faces in each grid they're all strangers so you have no basis on which to, to decide which one you should tap on what kind of levels of security does this offer does it actually work we kind of thought that this familiarity effect would be strong. What surprised us a little bit was just how hard it is even for close acquaintances to guess which faces the user has registered. Even spouses and, and people who are really close to the user like that find it very hard to crack their own partner's account. That was kind of surprising to us and, and, and somewhat reassuring just how little overlap there is between the faces that I know and the faces that, that you know or my friends know. And, and it's not hard to find regions outside of the overlap. One of my biggest problems is that for websites that I don't use very often, every time I come to them, I'm like, oh, oh no, what, what was the password for this one? I can't remember. And also, I do have a bit of a problem remembering names and faces. Is this going to be the sort of problem that's going to dog me if I would use this kind of system online? With faces, you probably don't have much trouble recognising your friends and family, even if you haven't seen them for a while. And what we found is that it's similar even when applied to this system. So we actually asked users in the experiment to come back a year after they first used the system, and they hadn't used it at all in that intervening year. So we were kind of interested to see, is this going to be like a password where they just have no clue what they're doing anymore? And actually, they, they thought that would be the case. So we got some of the users' comments afterwards, and they said, well, I, I had no idea anymore who I had nominated as, as my faces for this system. So I thought I wasn't going to be, get, be able to get in, but I could. And that's what the data showed, is that once they're presented with the screens, because the task is as well, which is the face you know, it's actually really easy for them, even a year later. Rob Jenkins at the University of York.